Are you ready to dive into adult conversations while sipping on and enjoying your favorite glass of wine or cocktail? Join me, your host, M.S. Wilson, and my co-host, Miss Tracy P., for engaging, thought-provoking, and real conversations about life, love, relationships, marriage, and everything in between. You can catch us weekly as we discuss our insight based on personal experiences and lessons learned. This is the Wine 30 Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to this week's episode of the Wine 30 Podcast. It's your girl, M.S. Wilson, and my co-host, Miss Tracy P. Um, and tonight, we have a special guest with us, Miss Bonita. Can you say it for me? <laughs> Bonita Jelaine. <laughs> yes, we have her. We've been trying to get her on for a minute, and we've been like, you know, running, you know, running into some issues <laughs> on our end. <laughs> but um, I'm so happy that you are able to be with us tonight. Um, and um, I don't thank know. you for having me. Welcome. <laughs> but yeah, my my co-host, she's been out of town too, so she's been on vacation for about almost a month, and she was moving too. So I'm I'm hopefully you're all settled in, Tracy. It is what it is. (laughs) Listen, timing is everything, and sometimes we don't, we can't force it when it's supposed to be. It's gonna happen when it's supposed to. So we just gotta to know. We gotta know that and understand, and just go with the flow. (laughs) I agree. I agree. I agree one hundred percent. So, well, let's just jump right into it. So I ran across you on TikTok. Um, a few months ago, actually, it was beginning of this year, I think. And, yeah, it was, like, um, <laughs> was it like it was like in February. Yeah, it was somewhere at the beginning of the year. And I said, "Oh my goodness, I have got to talk to this young lady and figure out what it what what what, what the full story." Because you know, of course, you can only put so much on TikTok. You can't give the entire story, but Basically, what um, I ran across was that you were dating a young man, and you went to surprise him. And <laughs> I'm not quite sure how you how long you had been dating him. I, I, I don't remember that part. But you guys were in a whole relationship, and uh-huh. he was married. Uh huh. So start for me. So how long had you been seeing the the, the young man? Um, Oh, I wouldn't call him young man. He's not a young man, so he's definitely <laughs> old. Um, oh, he's but, old. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, he was in his forties, but yeah, no, he was. I think. Well, I was told he was forty-five, but he might have been forty-seven. Who knows? Like, it's so many lies that came out, you know, after the fact. Oh, but wow. I was dating for five months. Um, but we knew each other for probably like a year and some change. Mm-hmm. He basically faced me for like a year tried to get with me for a year and I just had a lot going on at the time and I just was in a healing stage where I wasn't ready to date so you know I stayed cool with him but 
you know, it was a reason why I ran from the beginning, but I didn't know, you know, I thought it was just because of me. Um, but, you know, everything plays out and you see why your intuition and, you know, why you have to go with your first thought and first minds later on after the fact. But it's lessons, you know, that, I, that I've that i learned and definitely will take forward and pay attention to next time. Yeah. Wow. So you guys were dating for five months. Now, so had you ever been to... So let me just ask this because I don't know this part. You guys weren't in the same city. They live. He lived in another city, right? No, he oh, lived okay. in the same city as me. That's the thing that everybody kept. It was a hundred thousand different stories that came out, and it was hilarious to seeing people put their own play on it. I'm like, no, like ask me. And you know, I, I shared a lot, but then after a while, I stopped sharing because I really had to heal. Like I'm still. It's almost six months later and I'm in a way better place than I was before but I still have my moments where um I have to understand that I did go through a traumatic experience and and as much as people might downplay it it was you know something that was real that I've never experienced before you know Mm -hmm. but he lives in the same city as me um so we can just get that out the way he definitely had investment properties which is the same with me like I have properties other places um and it was just that he happened to have a a place and I've known it since I've known him I knew that he had this investment property which he said it was an investment property um and that he had brought a while ago because the area was building up and somebody had gave him a tip that Amazon was going to be in the area in North Carolina so he brought Mm. a house out there and um he then showed me pictures of the house and he told me, you know, he was he had these big plans of us settling down in that in that house, you know, once he fixed it up and growing, you know, say little just a extra property for us to have. Right. Um, so he was basically working on it. So doing construction and stuff, because he wasn't in a rush to get it fixed up, but he knew that Amazon was coming within like a year. So he started uh, making plans to fix the house up. So the whole five months we was together, he traveled and stuff with his business. But that house, he always would like tell me about it. He'll go back and forth and he started putting money towards it. Um, And so that was the longest time that we have ever been apart where he literally went to that house because he was supposedly, he had just gave them a big lump sum of money for them to finish like the first floor and the roof and stuff like that. And he was going to basically project manage and make sure everything was good because he was kind of like, it's funny telling the story now you know these are yeah. all the lies that I was told but telling the story now like half of the stuff like didn't make sense mm-hmm. and it, you know I'm starting to be like dang I really believe that I was really rose colored glasses but yeah so he went to go check on them because he had paid them so much money they was playing around and, and I have a lot of friends that's in real estate, real estate and deal with uh, contractors and stuff so I knew the story was not uncommon for you to pay a contract to do something because you're not there on a property normally or every day they they take their time with it so basically i was all for him going out there i'm supportive i'm i stand by my man so i was like yeah of course babe go out there you know i'll visit you on the weekend you come back boom 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 that's that was the whole case wow so so basically you were surprising him at the property that he was supposed to be working there you go okay so (laughs) the purpose was that's his second home Mm -hmm. and he was fixing it up and i was surprising him because i haven't seen him in like eight nine days and i was like okay i miss my baby he's so worried he's so focused on helping them he started saying that he sent me pictures he would facetime me of him like working in the bathroom and i'm like why you you pay them all this money why are you doing the floors you did all this why are you helping with this 
And um, I was like, I'm going to, I miss him. I'm going to just, and it wasn't a surprise. This is a funny thing where people were like, oh, why did I pop up? It, I got so many different mixed people that feel like they, they knew um, or why I shouldn't just like the, the ins and out, the one-on-ones of relationships. We had a, we supposedly had this relationship that we was all open book with each other. And we mm-hmm. literally had this such a thing where he used to pop up on my shows. He's popped up on my house before. Like it wasn't pop up to us. We, it was nothing to, we, I thought we had nothing to hide. So okay. we, we shared each other's locations. We both had each other location. It was like, he kept himself, like he made me feel so secure that I never thought of nothing. And he knew that I was the type of woman that I'm not that type of person that just popping up just to be like, surprise, I got you. I know you're doing something. Yeah. It's always going to be some a loving kind of situation where I just miss you and want to see you. Yeah. And that's what I was going to do. And it wasn't, I was like, just go pop up and ring his doorbell. Like, on the ride there, he calls me 50 million times a day. So on the ride there, he wound up knowing that I was on my way to Charlotte. Oh, wow. Okay. So, so when you get there and you surprise him, you're actually at his, at the property that he was supposed to be working no, on. No, I get there and once he finds out I was going to be in Charlotte, I mean, once he found out I was going to be in North Carolina, he lived, his property was like an hour almost an hour not even a full hour like maybe 40 minutes outside of charlotte and he um and so i said you know what since you know i'm coming i'm gonna meet you at my cousin's house and you meet me there because they having like a, a super bowl game and i know he's big on a super bowl and he's supposedly doing his contract in this, this house i knew he didn't have like a big screen and nothing to watch it you know so mm-hmm. i was like well babe come over here you know my cousin um her friends are having a super bowl party they got a huge you know movie room let's watch it with them and he's like, yeah, let's, you know, let's do it. And I said, they're going to have food and stuff. And he's like, yeah, let's do it. So I'll meet you in Charlotte. So I was like, oh, perfect, meet you in Charlotte. So I get to Charlotte, to my cousin's house. And the whole time he's calling me 50 million times. But like when I'm like probably maybe an hour out of Charlotte, he says that he's working. He's like, he told me that morning he's working on a sink. And so when I'm like an hour outside of Charlotte, he's still working on the sink. And I'm like, why would you still be working on the sink? When you're an hour away and I'm an hour away, you were supposed to be heading in so we could get there at the same time, you know? Yeah. Um, so I didn't stress it. I get there to my cousin's house. I love her. I see her, we give her hugs and kisses. And she's like, where's where's your, you know, where's your boo? And she she adores him too. She had met him at my show, so she really liked him too. And I was like, oh, he meeting me here. So I called him and he didn't answer his phone. And I was like, okay, that's weird. Instead of calling me back like he normally does, he texts me. And he says, babe, I bust the pipe. And I'm I'm scared. Like, give me a second. I'm going to call you back in two seconds. So I was like, all right, cool. So when he does call me back, he's outside. You can tell he's outside. He looked frantic. He looked like he was stressed out, like if he did bust a pipe and he was doing something he wasn't supposed to. And so me and my cousin like, what is that man doing? And so he was like, I'll be there and I'll be there in an hour. And we was like, an hour? Like you haven't seen your girl eight, nine uh, days. What is your problem? And, um, And I was still, I didn't stress it. I literally closed my eyes. I took like a quick little 20 minute nap. Mm-hmm. And when I woke back up, I still didn't see you no know, text or nothing from him. And at this point, I got worried because, yeah. mind you, he's in this small town in North Carolina. He had told me he. Let me tell you, he had built up so many stories, um, so many stories <laughs> that you know. Thinking back at it, like he had, he basically, I was a, a piece of a chess on a chessboard. Like so, he was playing, he was playing me, like 
like a fiddle. And um, he had told me a week prior that he got into an argument with one of his neighbors, one of his white neighbors, about something being on his property. And they're not used to him being there, you know, because he fixing up the house so he wanted to introduce himself and they got into an argument. So it was just like, that's, so I'm thinking about that, that week before prior. Then he not answering his phone. He in a place that he not really known from, you know, he from Philly. He don't really know nothing about these small towns in the country let me let me go and check on my baby that's what my thoughts was right and right. if he bust a pipe i'm expecting to go with this you know you know how you you think of your your boyfriend like this idiot done bust a pipe probably over there frantic got towels all over the floor let me go let me go and help him let me go yeah. use my women's smarts and go help him and that's the thoughts that i had and i was getting nervous because i didn't hear from him and I was like, did he drop his phone? He's known for dropping his phone. He's known for, you know, I, I've been around him, but he didn't have his phone or leave his phone and we find it under the bed. Little stuff like that, you know? Wow. So, yeah. So that's why, I, and that's how I ended up at his house. <laughs> that's how I ended up there. So, so the house that he was actually at was where he was living, not working. There you go. That's where he was I don't know. I want to say live. I guess he was living that time he was there, or maybe he'd been living there the whole time he was dating. But I've been to his house in Atlanta. He had an apartment in Atlanta, mm -hmm. and he had a townhouse in Atlanta before he started moving his stuff out there. So I think that's. I think he's always been going back and forth, or possibly his wife moved out there. Oh, gotcha. So, wow. so what was your thought process once you? So what? So when you got there and you discovered that you know basically there was no verse pipe or whatever it's pretty like what exactly? So what? no, when I got there, I looked and it was water in the front. It was water like a like a puddle in the front. Like if it was like something did like it was looked like it was really deep like something. Okay. Deep, but the water did you know think so when I got there when I first pulled up, I told I called my cousin on the phone. I was like I see water all out in the front like it looked like mud like it had got like a puddle. So I'm not thinking I'm thinking like maybe that's what it is yeah. but this is the part where i was kind of like ooh, hesitant because okay so he has two cars right uh -huh. one of them is like his work car because he would travel a lot with that one and he would use the mileage on that one and the part that was unsettling to me was he had just went out there for the eight days and he had left his work car in atlanta and he had told me he was like babe i need you to help me I need you to come, I'm, you come, don't worry about coming this week because I'm gonna come up there and I need you to drive back with me so that we can drive the work car. And so in my head, I already had that I was gonna, I had set a day aside so that I could help him drive the car back there. Okay. And um, when I pulled up, I saw the work car there. And so both of his cars were there. And I was like, okay, why is both of his cars there if we supposed to be driving that car back? So that's the part where it, that's when it sinked in that something wasn't right. Mm. My naive self, because I'm in this such loving, like when I tell you one of the best relationships that to, to date, to be honest with you, that I've ever been in, that I was just like, I didn't think, no, I wouldn't have thought us a wife at all. I had yeah. got all those questions out in the beginning of us first started talking. Like I had got those questions out before I decided that I was gonna fall in love with this man. I had, mm -hmm. So when people saw the initial shock with me, they like, oh, it's only been five months. They don't understand, like, yeah, it's been five months, but it was five months of the vetting, the questions, the 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 dating, the like, you know what I'm saying, the treating me like a queen of after a year of him chasing me. So yeah. I thought I did all of, I thought I did the work, you know, cause I've been hurt before, you know, different stuff where you, you see things right in front of your face. Right. Um, But I thought I did the right, you know, I thought I did everything I was supposed to do with him. 
And so when I saw the car there, I called my cousin. I said, girl, why is this other car here? And so she's like, I don't know. She said, maybe he got his son. Cause you know, he has, he has kids. He has four kids. Okay. He's like, maybe, she's like, maybe he got his son to come out there. Cause his son did, you know, help him move uh, the truck and stuff like that when he was getting some stuff over there. So I was like, oh yeah, you're right. Maybe his son did drop it off. So when I rang the doorbell, um, I wasn't expecting the person to answer the door would be his wife. Oh, wow. So she answers the door. Does she question you or anything at all? Or Of course. So she says, first of all, that was weird to me that, that was, first of all, it was weird to me that he even, sorry, my thing just turned off. Hold on. It was weird to me that even a woman answered the door. That was weird to me because I know how he is. He was like a different person with me, um, if that makes sense with you guys. Um, like when he would be at my house or I would be at his house, why would I, if he's he's the man around me, why would I answer the door? He was always cautious of who, especially if it was somebody, if it was a random ringing of a doorbell, right? I remember one time I, he was at my house and a, a package came and he's and I said, oh, I wasn't expecting company. And he'd be like, uh-uh, hold on, let me go get the door. So for me to ring the doorbell at your supposedly house with your wife, why would you let her answer the door? That was weird. I felt like he knew it was me. He knew I was in oh, Charlotte. Wow. I felt like that's that was the coward in him. Like he knew because he was standing right at the door behind her. And I felt like he knew that in deep down his in deep down inside, he knew that that was me at that door. So he basically and so he answered the door and I'm still naive. I'm like, yeah. huh? And that's when I caught a glimpse of him in that corner. Like after I said, I said, is Cayenne here? And I caught the glimpse when I said, is Cayenne here? She, she turned around and she said, she was like, yeah, who's, who are you? And so I'm like, I'm, I was like, I'm Benita. Like, you don't know who I am? Everybody else, like everybody knows who I am. I've met cousins, I've met people. So why you don't know? You know what I'm saying? Oh, and, and wow. Like, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Yeah. And um, she was like, she immediately, when I tell you immediate, started cursing him out. Immediately said, I was wondering who Dawn was in your phone. Dawn, I'm like, and right as soon as she said that, I stepped down off her stoop. I stepped down away from the house because at this point, I'm in flight or flight mode. Like, yeah. it's like my intuition. I didn't, at that point, I didn't even have any control over my body. I didn't know what was going on. So I stepped down and I immediately just started, like, my stomach starts hurting my heart starts pounding and I'm watching this woman curse this man out and speak to him and I'm cursing each other out and I'm like that's not the same person that I'm dating or I'm with that I'm supposedly that I looked at engagement rings with and expecting to move and have a future with because that's not how we talk to each other and I was just like what is going on right now I was like it was like twilight zone and wow. um engagement ring escalated yes see that in there I didn't yeah, no, we looked at rings. We was looking at rings. He was telling me to send me the rings, my ring size. We definitely looked at rings when we've traveled. I've been on several trips with him, and we went to stores and looked at rings and tried some on, different stuff like that. So, yeah, it was, it was a lot. So, you have met the cousin. You said you met two cousins. Members. Daughter, yeah. Wow. Son. You met any of his, did you meet his kids? Did he bring you Around his here? daughter and his son on they both uh mm -hmm. his daughter lived here but she was in school mm -hmm. and um she he facetimed me with his daughter met his daughter on facetime beautiful girl and 
you know, after the questions, after everything played out, I was in my head so much. I was like, how and why was I able to have a whole conversation with her? Talked about locks, talked about even she went, um, he talked, said that she wanted me to lock her hair because I started his locks and just talked to her and was just like, she was like, oh my God, you're so pretty. And he like, and was on the phone with, and I'm like, all right, love you, babe. Love you too. Get off the phone with him. And afterwards, I'm like, how is that possible? And thinking back at it now, it was possible because I'm thinking that, because the whole lie that was told to me from the beginning that all four of his kids was by the same woman, which was his mm. ex-wife. Mm, okay. So when I met his daughter and I met his son on FaceTime, and we, you know, we laugh and joke. And one time I was on the phone with his son and they was laughing about each other haircut. And he was like, well, I'm good. I'm, um, I'm good. I'm getting treated over my baby cooking for me. And then he comes in the kitchen with his son on FaceTime, gives me a kiss. And, and he says, tell him I'm getting good, treated good, right, babe? And I'm like, yeah. I said, and he's, and you know, his son is like, yeah, whatever. And we laugh and joking on the phone. And I'm thinking about all of this, playing back all these memories. And I'm like, how is this possible? Because if, you know, if those wasn't his, her kids. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, because none of those kids were by her. So he lied to me from the beginning that all four kids was by his ex-wife. That's not true. Like, she, oh. none of those kids were by her. Wow. So there, so, so, okay. So, so you step off the, por the front porch and they're arguing and fussing. So how did you end up leaving like what did you just get in your car and leave or did so i'm still there so i'm like at that point i'm crying i'm asking why my cousin's calling me back to back so she finally gets on the phone but i'm not even answering the phone so she's on speakerphone and she's screaming like where are you because she's worried now because now i'm in dangerous territory because she don't know what's going on and so she's like where are you where are you and the wife hears her saying where are you and of course i don't know what the wife is thinking because how would i feel if somebody came to my house and she's like don't tell nobody where i live so she's cursing my cousin out on the phone and my cousin is yelling at her through the phone and it was just a whole big thing and um and i'm like first of all i'm not that type of woman i'm not telling nobody where you live she worried about you know me yeah. and so at that point i look up there's a gun being pointed at him Yes, she points the what? gun at him. He's pulling on her, and he says, "Stop pointing the effing gun at me." And I said, "I still have PTSD. I feel like I could close my eyes and I still see that night." So she points the gun at him, and he comes out the house, and it's it's happening so fast, but it's also in slow motion for me, mm -hmm. um, if that makes sense. And then yeah, yeah. he uh, points the gun at me. Um, after my cousin is screaming, she's like, don't bring nobody else to my house. But at that point, I'm not really close to her. I'm like way, all the way off the porch. I'm all, I'm in the, by now I'm in the street. I have like got in my Jeep. I drove up, like if I was about to leave and I stopped, get back out the car. And so when she pointed the gun, I was already like outside by my Jeep, you know? So I was okay. already there. Um, and I'm still like in shock and he jumps in the car. Your car? No, he jumps in his car. Okay. Okay. And drives off while I'm standing outside, while she's on her porch, still screaming. And then she says, you know about me. That's what she says to me. And immediately, it's like, it was almost like I was in a daze. Immediately, that woke me up from my daze. And I was just like, what? I was like, lady, I don't know you. I didn't, I didn't, know, any, I didn't know anything about you besides him saying that he has ex-wife. You know, so I did not know anything about you and whatever the the thoughts of me even knowing of him having a previous wife, it would have been lies that was told to me, you know. So at that point, as I saw him drive off, I'm getting get in my car and um, I just start 
drive. I don't know how I got back to Charlotte. I'm be honest with you. I don't know how I got back. I don't. Well, he just basically left you to family. He basically left me. Yeah. So the whole time I'm on my way to Charlotte, you know, my phone is ringing. I don't know who's calling. I don't care to know. I don't know how I got back. When I got back to my cousin's house, though, I had a lot of missed calls from him, but I wasn't answering. So I think he was trying to figure out where I was. Oh, okay. Um, he was trying to figure out where I was when he when he drove off, but I was so in a daze and in a shock that I never didn't answer my phone. So by the time I got to my cousin's house, and that's when I finished the video on TikTok. So people saw me disheveled, and the only reason I finished the video is because I was sitting there talking to my cousin, and I'm in shock, and I'm telling her, you know, a little bit of what happened, and I'm crying, and then, then I stopped, and you know. I stopped in the middle of my shock and I'm like, I can't believe this is happening. And so I said, can you believe I was doing like this little mini vlog showing how cute we are and me popping up on him and this nigga is married. And yeah. so she said, she says, finish it. And I said, I'm not finishing it. No, I look stupid. You know what I mean? I was like, no, I'm not finishing it. And she says, finish it, Benita. She was like, finish it. You have to finish it. So when I finish it, that's the last part where I say, and I popped up at his door and he was marrying him. Oh my goodness, that story. When I tell you, I was like, because me and be out here having whole relationships to be married. I tell you. I can't, yeah. It's a, a whole, man. Mm-hmm. A whole, he had a whole nother life, basically, with you. A whole nother life with me. And I was, he was a whole nother person with me, too. Yeah, that is so wild. Tracy, did you have something? You was trying to say something earlier. I <laughs> It's a lot. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just like, I don't even know where to start. Like, I can't believe he jumped in the car and left you there. Okay, but, okay, my question is, where did the gun come from? Did anybody ever change postures from him being behind her to her being at the door to you being on the porch? Where did she get the gun from? I kept I stayed on the porch, so when I got, and I'm not, I wasn't on the porch. I was nowhere. Once I, once she said I asked you who Bond was, it was like, up, oh, I'm out. You know what I'm saying? So I was like literally down from the porch. Like I would say, I was not on their property because if something was to happen, I didn't want them to it to be that I was on their property. But I was right there, in, like in the street where I could stand right there in front. So I still was mm-hmm. in the street in front of their house, mm-hmm. and so. I don't know where the gang gun came from. It was a lot of tossing. It was a lot of pulling because he was, she was pulling for him to come outside because he wouldn't even come out to face me. That's the part where I remember because I'm like, who is this man? And this coward couldn't even face me and say, look, yes, I've been married. I was in something because you were supposed to be my man, my man, my man. Like, uh, to the whole world, we had started building up this whole TikTok following. Like, when people found out about me, they was like, oh, I'm lying. When they went back to videos, from last year, they was like, oh shit, they really was in a relationship. They couldn't, they couldn't fathom, they couldn't understand how he, we were posting on, and we were posting like this loving couple, and he was happy with it. He showed how happy he was and happy to be posted on my page, and he knew each time I never hit anything. And and so people were going back like, you gotta be kidding me, this is the same dude? And so, Wow. When he couldn't come outside, I was like in shock because I'm like, this is not him. Like, this is not the person that I was building a life with that can't even come outside to face me. We've always been honest with each other, even down to the nitty gritty where something we don't like. And so I was still like wanting, I don't know why a part of me like should have just left, but a part of me was so hurt. I just needed answers. And she did too. You could tell 
she was a scorned woman. This wasn't the first time this man did this to her. It had mm. to be that. I found out about it later. All, all this, the revelations that I found out about now, you guys blow your mind. Like I, I haven't mm. even spoke about that to nobody. But oh, wow. um, that was that was one like, of my questions. Yeah, I'm saving that for like that's that's when I tell you that TV show. That's like somebody couch on national TV talking about that because it's wild how this man was living his double life. But wow. um. She was pulling him and he wouldn't come outside. Of course, in the middle of this, the tossing and turning, he pulls her in, door closes. I'm still standing out there. So all of this is happening while I'm standing out there. He pulls her in the house. She pulling him outside the house. They fighting, they hitting each other. It's just a mess. And so I guess in the midst of all of that, she goes in, in the midst of that door opening and closing, opening and closing that screen door. I feel like it's a nightmare hearing that door opening and close. And in the midst of one of those doors opening and closing, all I know is I see a gun pointed and it was it was an old school gun it was like a revolver like I'm laughing about it now but it was not laughing matter then I was crazy I didn't have any fear that day that's how I know it it was all God and my angels watching over me Mm -hmm. because even with the gun being pointed at him and then she didn't deliberately point it at me like oh she gonna shoot me it was like one of those things where she pointed in my direction when my cousin was screaming like don't bring no like almost like to scare me like don't bring nobody else to my house but it wasn't a thing like I felt like but who knows? She was a woman scorned. Who knows? She could have shot him and me. Who knows? Yeah, what it would yeah. The fact that I'm here alive and telling my story is is a blessing, girl. It is like you because that could have went so much worse. Than oh me. God! Oh it could have gone so much worse than what it did, and thankfully it did not. But yeah, this this that that's crazy. Tracy, what did you say? Did you say something? I'm sorry. I so no, no, no. I didn't. I didn't say anything. Unless it's it's in my it's in my mind, like my mind is trying to put the pieces together. So he so he he gets free, gets out the house. Does he give you like like a sad puppy dog? This man looks, does not even look my way. I was a ghost. I felt like she saw me, and I felt like was do you not see me here? Like it was like one of those things, like. What? It was the shame, the coward. I lost all respect for him. It's like he never looked my way. He mm. never, he never looked at me. I felt like if he looked at me, the lie that he told me afterwards, like after when I got to my cousin's house, he begged to come to my cousin's house. He didn't want. He wanted to come to my cousin's house, but not to. He wanted to come to my cousin's house because he wanted to come and get me. He wanted me to leave my car there. He wanted us to drive back to Atlanta so we could talk. He did not want, he didn't want my family involved. He was like, please don't tell nobody else. Don't tell nobody. Let's talk about this. I can make it up to you. It was so much stuff. And I was just like, only thing I remember is that you left me there. Who knows what that woman would have did. You drove off while she right. still had a gun in her hand. She still had a gun in her we, hand. What are y'all talking and about? Off, and you left me. What is there to talk about though? Like, I don't... His excuse was, he did that. He didn't acknowledge me. He did not look at me. It was almost like to protect me because I felt like if he would have came to me, she probably would have really killed both of us. You know what I'm saying? Because imagine... I don't know what the lie that was. Yeah. I don't... He sounds very... Manipulative, manipulative and, and narcissistic. One hundred percent. I realize that now. I recognize that probably like a month after within my healing process, I've been studying narcissists. I've been knew that the the signs in them is crazy. How God had prepared me for this, and then even all being prepared for this. Yeah. I thought it was, you know just from past relationships, but I didn't always being prepared for the what I was dealing with right then and there. Like God had already. When I say you, I say God is so good. 
like the most high orchestrated everything and he did it in a way that he knew that I was going to be okay. He knew that I was going to have to have a system of strangers because he knew that some of my family, like I have family turning back on me. I had, like, I've been through a lot within this, this, uh, this situation. And, um, and, um, um, I'm still healing. I'm still hurt and I'm not hurt from the relationship. I've realized now like he's a clown. I could not even think and and I think back like dad really I was really lost I was really like really fell down the rabbit hole I was really in the love bombing phase I feel I was still in the love bombing phase because I still loved him and if you ever say and fall in love with somebody no matter if a traumatic experience I can't even say that I hate that man to this day because I did love him and my love is unconditional so my biggest thing now is I feel sorry for him I feel sorry for him that he lost a person like me I feel sorry for him that maybe he did think that I was going to be his saving grace but he's a narcissist so it don't matter what I did I feel like I would have been it would have he was just I was just his new supply I was just the next person that he was ready to do the same thing to to me that he was going to do to his wife I was just in a love bomber stage and he was so in love with me that I he thought that I was going to save him as a narcissist he he really was trying to build his whole life for me. He was even setting up that he was like, I'm going to pay your bills in Atlanta at my house because he was setting up to move in with me. And he's like, and I'm going to, um, I'm going to rent out my townhouse so that we don't have to have two uh, mortgages. He's like, I'm going to rent out the townhouse. I'm going to work on the house in North Carolina. I'm going to stay there. I'm going to come to your house, like probably during, um, you know, during the week weekend or whatever I'll be at your house I'll pay you know start helping you paying your bills there so we until we can start saving uh to get married and so we he had this whole plan of our future and we was already setting it up so when it happened he really it, it put a bubble in it bust a bubble in his plan that he was panicking so after that happened when I got back to my cousin's house he's still trying to figure out how he could fix his plan and he's like, babe, please don't tell him. I promise you. He said, I can't. He said, I'll get us another house. I promise don't tell your family. Please don't tell your family because if you tell your family, they're going to hate me. And and he was like, I'm going to fix it. I'm going to fix it. And I'm sitting here. And he's still to that. As we was on the phone, I'm crying. I'm frantic. He's getting, I said, I just want answers at that point. And yeah. he's giving me answers, but they're not in codes. And I'm like, this is not true. I said, well, since when do you not tell me everything? Like, what is going on? And um, I'm just... Blaking and pleading is like talking to a wall. Cause I like looking back at it now, he was never going to give me the right answers because it was a lie from the beginning. It was real for me, but wow. it was a lie from him from the beginning. So he literally was like, I'll go get my stuff. Um, I'll go get my stuff and come with you right now. Negro, you like, what kind of woman do you think that I am? I'm a, I'm going to just find out you're married and I'm going to say, yeah, babe, go get your stuff. Let's go and meet me at my house. Like, are you dumb? He, he must have thought that he had me so wrapped around his finger and I was such a broken of a woman that I would be okay with him leaving his wife to come live with me and we supposed to have lived happily ever after? Like, oh, what? Wow. Yeah, no. <laughs> what world do you live in? That is crazy. So so what can you, what lessons, Tracy, were you trying to say something? I see you lighten up. Um, I mean, you, <laughs> you can't get it out tonight. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm, I'm just... Tracy. Imagine. Listen. This is a, out of like me talking about it now. If everything happens for a reason, I can talk about it and go into detail stuff now because I'm healing and I'm past it. And I'm I'm not past it, but I'm in a place where it's like an out of body experience. If right. I was You're watching this and talking to somebody and they was telling me the story, I would be baffled too. Okay. I'm baffled and it's me. 
Right, it happened to you. Like, yes. so, does he... Okay, I, I get that you said he was trying to reach out to you. Don't tell the family. Again, I think that was self-preservance on his part. Not that he was really worried about you. It's like, oh God, they're going to kill me. Not that they're just not going to like me. Yeah. But <laughs> he called you without like a real plan to explain what was it going was on so, was- like thinking back on it now it's like a whole movie like thinking back about it now like as he's talking to me he's in the car right and at this point it's like two three four in the morning like we was on the phone for hours and he's in the car and well, at one point when I'm out of the thighs, I'm still crying. My eyes are like swollen. And I mean, I, I even like screenshotted our FaceTime. Like I was, but you know, the audio is off because I was like, I, I screen recorded our FaceTime and I and just, I don't even, I was so in another world thought that it was going to have the audio on it, but I screen recorded it because I just wanted to look back at it. Like, wait, what was this conversation? So he's in the car at this point, I'm already at my cousin's house and my cousin's flipping out and he's like going to, like my cousin's like uh-uh, get off the phone with him she's flipping at this point she's pissed and um i'm still in the days i'm still in love figuring out what the hell just happened to my whole life my whole world just that quick yeah. and he's in the car and thinking back at it and i'm like yo this man's crazy he was looking back at the window and i said to him i said are you in front of your house and he's like, yeah. He's like, I'm, oh, he's like, I'm gonna go. Get, I said, so you can't. I said, you can't go back in the house, can you? He said, I can go back in the house if I want. And another person came out, and I said, wait, who are you? And who, so first of all, who are you talking to? And he was like, I can go back in the house if I want. He said, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what I'm gonna do. I'm trying to figure out. I'm like, tell me what to do. I'll go get my stuff right now. So I'm like, you in the car because you probably can't go back in the house because she's probably breaking shit. She probably throwing your stuff out. She probably doing a whole lot of stuff. And he's keep looking back as he's pleading with me. He keeps looking back at the window. He keeps looking back at the window. And I'm like, he's probably outside the house. She's probably in there. She's probably coming in and out, out the because he put my phone on mute, putting it back off mute. And I just like it's just like 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 me watching it now as it's playing back. I'm like, wow, he really was gonna try to get his stuff and come with me and then probably try to make up to her later. I don't know what the case may be. Um but he was just trying, he was trying to figure out what his next move was gonna be. He expected me to be like, you know what, you're right, let's talk about this, meet me at the house. I think if I wasn't at my cousin's house and I would have drove back to Atlanta, mm-hmm. he could have like got everything plays out for a reason. He could have probably drove and met me at Atlanta, right? And he could have, cause the whole purpose, he was trying to get to me and I wouldn't let him, you yeah. know? And 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 I said, well, come here. I told him come to my cousin's house. He, he was too ashamed to come there because if he would have came to my cousin's house, my cousin's, like my other cousin was about to pull up. She was ready to drive and meet me at my cousin's house. My, my family, because I have a lot of family in North Carolina. And so they was ready to pull up to the house too. So he knew if, if he would have came to me and met me at my cousin's house, it would have been a family affair. They wouldn't have let me allow me to let him tell me lies you get if that yeah. makes sense yeah i would have been blinded of course because i was in love but they would have been that outside force like no get out of here boom you know and yeah I, I don't think he wanted to deal with that part so yeah. his plan was to get me alone he kept saying 
go back home, babe. He was like, leave your car there. I'll come get you. Let's just drive back to Atlanta. Because he knew if he got me alone to himself, mm-hmm. he could have manipulated me. That's what narcissists do. You, you, How many stories? I've had, like I said, I have stories from women. Like how you reached out to me. I have women telling me their stories of how they stayed in relationships like this. How they found that the Negroes is married and had kids by them and stayed with them. And so he was trying to manipulate me so much and be in my head so much that I was going to throw all my whims aside for love and and he was going to try to fix it and thought that I was going to be not naive not knowing I'm Jelena Kennedy child so that wasn't going to happen <laughs> um, but just oh thinking back goodness. at it now as a narcissist he really was trying to make sure because he had already played out the fact that he told me his ex-wife was crazy he had already played that so when I seen this lady pull out a gun I seen all these things I, it, he still was saying he wasn't married. That's so. That's the thing. The only reason I stayed on the phone with him, y'all. He was saying she's that's lying. Her last name is. He was telling me her last name is this. That's not. And I'm like, you're right, baby. I don't even have the same last name. He was getting in my head. He was getting in my head. He was. Wow. So he stayed so, married. <laughs> right, but this lady is answering the door. Yes, he was saying, I was just trying to help her fix up the house so I could leave her. She, I'm, that's not my wife. He was saying, I said, so was she? He was like, we, we're, we're, we're not together. He kept saying, I said, and I could show y'all the text message. I have posted them, everything I said, because I'm trying to plead. I don't know why I was trying to explain my story to people, to strangers. And I'm yeah. like, this man had lied so much to me. I really didn't even know what to believe. I didn't want to, didn't even know to believe my own eyes. And it wasn't until this one made me realize, it, and this is played out all on, on the internet. Like my first video that you found went viral, but like probably five videos after that went viral as well because people wanted to see the story and I was telling them about it. And it wasn't until like the second day, he was he drove to Atlanta, right? Mm-hmm. The second day he drove to Atlanta, I didn't go home though. I went to my grandma's house in South Carolina. And of course, I got my grandmother and my mother there, my matriarchs, and they like, oh, hell no. And my mom was in town from New York. And so I still was in shock and I couldn't even be around them. I stayed for a day and I literally got up in the middle of the night and I drove back to Atlanta. And my mother and my grandmother were so worried about me because I don't even know how I got back to Atlanta. Like this whole time I'm like in uh, robot mode. Right. And I get back to Atlanta, he calls me, he FaceTime me. I'm still in contact with him. And people and I'm people like, how was you still in contact with him? Because he still was telling me he wasn't married and I'm still kind of believing him. So when I got back to Atlanta, he calls my phone and at this point I'm just hurt. I don't know what to believe. And he's like, he was like, babe, I'm working right. He was like, I'm working right now. I promise you, I'm gonna come to you right after I get off of work. He's being nice again. He's like back to the loving person. And um I'm crying. I'm just like, I don't even want to see you. And he knows that I'm home now, so he's probably going to pop up. That's what in my head. Yeah. And this this is probably the shock of when um when I when I realized my cousin was on the phone with me and we started doing research and she found, she's like something ain't right with this and we start doing research and that's when we started looking up stuff and I couldn't find nothing saying that they was married nothing when I tell you it was like so weird that I couldn't find nothing so happened to go on Facebook and she was like isn't this his mother I mean this is is this his mother or her mother and when we found her last name and we found the wedding pictures and that was it for me that's when I knew this man is a liar and that's when I blocked him on everything and um 
Yeah, because I also saw the video where he came to your home and was on the yep. camera. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, Lord. Child. Well, so, so let me just ask you this. So what lessons do you think that you have learned from this um, situation that you, you know, you know what to look out for in your next relationship if or whenever that happens? You know what? I'm I'm not tainted. I still I still love love. I still feel like there is love for me. I feel like um, I don't. I'm not looking for it um, at all. To be honest with you, I probably if and I said I talk to God all the time. I was like, if there is and when He comes, I'm so I feel sorry for my husband because he gonna have to have the password and only me and God know the password. And if He don't tell me that password, it ain't never happening. You know what I'm saying? It's not gonna happen until He tell me that password that God told me. Yeah. I mean, that me and God came up with. But um, yeah. the lesson that I, de- I definitely learned was, you know, any red flag, even the fact that I had the in-beginning relationship, even the questions that I had to ask, those questions, um, that's that lingering or that you feel like this, like, oh, it's probably just you from your past hurt. Don't think that. Like, yeah. go with your first mind. Always go with your instant. Always pay attention. Um, I thought I paid attention, but I didn't pay attention as much as I should have. Um, he he used so many different excuses to he he was I'm gonna say he's really good at it. He's really good at it. I'm gonna tell you that um this is probably not something new to him. You know, this yeah, is 40, 47 years old. Mm-hmm. This is something that he's he's known for doing this. The stuff that I found out about this man will have you on I mean on a, on the most wanted list. So it will have you be like, what? This person was in your life. Um I'm in shock that I even experienced it and to know that that's the person that I was with is is shocking to me now hearing all the stuff about him and just knowing and then um it's so crazy how that didn't go viral and as I said this world is it's crazy how things happen but it wasn't for the lessons wasn't for me for the world I mean I've shared and I'm healing and mm-hmm. I've helped a lot of women heal just from telling my story and still speaking to a lot of women and have formed relationships with certain women from just you know telling my story and going viral from that and even with my music and women finding me and people finding me that probably wouldn't have found me you know if this wouldn't happen right but it's still hurtful because he's ready he's already plotting to find his next victim yeah but but the but what really has gotten me is that this man was so open to posting his photos of himself with you online, knowing he's in a whole marriage with somebody else. And it just it's just crazy. I don't even know. I don't know. But anyway. Um well, can I ask a, let me just ask a quick quick question here. So after you got back to Atlanta and he was still trying to come like how long did it take for you to I guess decide that or 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 acknowledge that you were not going to get the truthful answers that you needed versus him still trying to pursue any kind of a conversation with you like it's a three day the third day the third day when I got back to Atlanta um when I found the wedding pictures I blocked them on everything and that was it to me. That was the morning phase. That was me healing the morning of our relationship. And I knew for a fact that I was never, I was never going back. And I was like, that's it. And at that point, it was the only thing that I had to do was just go to feel the pain, feel it, get through it and trust God that I was going to get through it and know that 
this is just temporary. This is a temporary feeling. This is a temporary moment. This is a part of my story. This is going to be something, my testimony. And um, it took three days. And three days, that third day, it, I'm not going to say it was easy. Um, he was calling me from no call IDs. He was trying to get in touch with me. But I can honestly say that man has not heard my voice since that third day. Wow. Well, that, that's good for you. Good for you, because you... That's the only way you're going to get over it. That's why I tell women yeah. all the time. Like, I have a family member that's going through it right now, and she keeps going back, and she knows he's a narcissist. She knows he's a liar. She knows she's never going to get the answers, and she's finally getting it now. And I said, the only way you're going to get through that is no contact. You cannot have any contact with the narcissist. And that's going to be the only way that you're going to be able to get past it, because you're not going to get the right answers. You're not going to get the truth. You're always going to be in this whirlwind of what happened, why did this happen, why me? Um, how can I not see this? Why are you not telling me the truth? You're never going to get the truth. So yeah. the only thing you can do to heal is no contact. And that's mm-hmm. the only lesson and the, the advice that I can give to any woman that has ever went through this is to, like, don't contact them. Like, remove them completely. Like, mourn them as if they were dead. Because yeah. if you ever love somebody, I, I have a big heart. I love really hard. Loyalty mm-hmm. is huge with me. And God knows that. And he knows that it took an ultimate disrespect in order for me. It takes an ultimate disrespect for me to cut somebody off. So yeah. I had to go no contact. Because even, because he could have did, and I'm going to be honest with you, I wasn't going to get back with him. Like, that was it for me, right? But... Yeah. He could have, because we were such good friends and we were so close, we had the same exact birthday. It was so many different things that played on the fact that why I fell in love with him. Yeah. And so he could have been my, like, he would have manipulated me into, well, let's just be friends. I just, you know, I want to be there for you. He was so supportive of my music. He was so supportive of me. And it could have been a case where, you know what? I love this man. Okay, I could be his friend. And he made a mistake. He, he understood that he lost me, but we'll be friends one day, you know? And I'm like, no, I don't want nobody like that around me at all because him being my friend, he could have manipulated me and moved his way back into getting closer to me. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm honest. I'm human. Wow, well, I'm, this is flesh. I'm a woman. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, let's, exactly. let's be real. You, how many women are okay with being side chicks? I'm not that person. I'm not that one. No, it's but funny but it's okay with a lot that. of them, and a lot of them don't sign up to be a side chick. A lot of them don't sign up in their head. Of, some of them do. Don't get me wrong. But you got a lot of women out here who just want love and have so they're so insecure within themselves. It's the insecurity. That's one thing I've learned. I had an insecurity, and I feel like. The, the fact that I'm so secure in myself and I love myself so much, I couldn't do that to myself. You get what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And you have some people who are not strong and they're not at the stage that I'm in. I've talked mm-hmm. to these certain women who are not. And I get it and I don't judge them. But I had to stand up and I wanted to be an example to help somebody out there. I don't care if I help one person yeah. to say, you don't have to settle for someone who's going to treat you that way. No matter how great he treated you in a relationship, that's going to lie to you. And that's a no... That's a no non-negotiable for me that you can lie like that like you had a whole nother that life extent. yeah mm-hmm. yeah well i am so happy that you decided to talk to us tonight and um share your story now i'm gonna we're gonna have to stay tuned for you said you found out some more stuff that you hadn't even said anything about well we're gonna be waiting for that because oh my goodness if y'all listen when i tell you <laughs> you'd be like <laughs> But yeah, it's like it's one of those things where I know that I'm healing and I know I'm at a certain phase in my life, mm-hmm. and I know that I'm still telling my story. But to share the stuff that I found out, I don't think I'm ready for that 
yet, you yeah, know, and yeah. I feel like I've passed it and I feel like it's not a revenge thing for me now. Like, I feel like God told me and I found out all the revelations because it was for me, you know? Yeah, so yeah. I'm just in a place where I don't care to, I mean, I'm telling my story and talking to you guys because I have promised to talk to y'all and I feel like even me talking about this is kind of like redundant. I don't want to, I don't want this to be my story. I don't want this to, to, to um, define you, define me. Right. I'm so much bigger than this. I'm so much more than this. I work too hard to build and just be right. the artist that I am to be the person that I am that I don't want this to define me I just want this to just be a blimp in my story to take yeah. me to the level right and you hopefully know, help somebody else you know? help for myself yeah help somebody else and you don't want to give him the oxygen you know he doesn't deserve that oxygen he deserves to go there you go and- so people like and that's why I don't say his name that's why I don't do different things because he don't deserve I don't need to say your name I don't need to give you life I don't need to to I don't need to expose you and be like oh this is his name this is where you find him I don't need to go that petty yeah. like that's already gonna do he's gonna that's gonna find out on his own he thinks life is good he's already like I one of my friends saw him at 4am on a, a, a TikTok dating thing looking for his next victim now he don't got four kids now he got three this is from his own mouth if you go to my page you're gonna, it's gonna blow your mind this is from his own mouth this man is already out here lying again about trying to find another victim. I tell wow. And he's going to find oh. one too because he's going to swoop off yeah. there. He's going to come right in. He's going to swoop, swoop in right at the nick of time when they're probably in a gullible or vulnerable moment too. You know what I'm saying? Or something. The only thing I pray is that one person, even if it's not the person he's fall, that falls in love with him, I hope it's just one of her friends that say, what? I know I that man. That. I heard exactly. that man. Let me, exactly. let me hold on. You know, let me show you this guy. And I hope, uh-huh. I hope that happens for the rest of his life. <laughs> well, well, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna wrap this up, but we're gonna talk some more in a minute once we shut this down. <laughs> but um, go ahead and share with you, um everybody your um, you know what it is that you actually do, and your social media information. My social media, uh, my Instagram is Benita Sings. Um, my my name is Benita Jelena. I'm a singer songwriter from Brooklyn, New York, living in Atlanta. I've been here ten plus years. I um, I've done a lot of stuff. If you find, you'll be like, wow. <laughs> you'll be like, oh wow. And I hope you really do go and listen to my music. You'll be like, oh wow. She really, I really like her music. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've been doing that. That's you know. He met me that way. He was coming to my shows. This man was you know traveling with me doing different stuff with me um i've been doing it for a while things are happening i've been on shows different stuff and um you know it's just crazy that this happened but like i said it's just a blimp of my story and it's just something to keep me motivated and to make the music but that's what i do (laughs) well we really appreciate you joining us tonight and i'm gonna make sure i check out you got anything that's out that you just released i thought i saw something but yeah, a lot. Um, so I have a song called Viral. Where I actually talk about this song in every like. I'm gonna tell you, it's from the from the first verse to the to the last. You hear the whole story within the okay. song, and um, it's it's actually starting to go viral, which is really dope. Um, and then I have a song called Black Rose that I just dropped. So Viral and Black Rose. Um, I'm actually working on the video, so the video should be out um in in August. And um and so yeah, we just working, and I'm not stopping. Just continue to work and and just get past this. I know that's right. Well, we really appreciate so checking us out tonight. What'd you say, Tracy? 
I just said so proud. Yeah. So proud. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It's just, so listen, the stories, look at look at the stories. Like, we all been through it, you know. Oh, this yeah. Is, this is a part of life. And it's just, like I said, I, I've had my Mary J. Blige moment. And I'm just praying that when, you know, it, it's recognized. And if it's not, it, I'm still going to keep going. Like, at the end of the day, I always knew that my voice was going to be used for healing. I just didn't know how. I didn't know that I was going to have to go through the pain in order for me to be able to help heal somebody. So I'm okay. I was questioning and asking why me, why me the whole time. Like, why did you pick me? Like I was minding my own business, but I realized that it's bigger than me. Yeah. It was because because God knew that I was going to be able to handle this. He knew that I was mm-hmm. going to be prepared for this. He knew that my voice and my story was going to help somebody. And I don't care how many, I don't care if somebody has five followers and they want me to talk about it. I'm going to talk about it because I wanted to help somebody and I want to share it where I meet different people and talk about it in a way of this is coming from a loving place now. This is coming from a healing place. This is coming from a human place that we are all human and um, we can get through anything. Yeah, we can. Well, we definitely appreciate you again for for joining us tonight. We're going to go ahead and sign out. Make sure you guys check us out. We're on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google. Where else are we, Tracy? Um, I always forget. Amazon, Amazon, Stitcher. Yeah, we're on Apple. But yeah, make sure you check us out and we will keep you guys posted. Hopefully we'll have Manita back with us um, later on. And maybe she can share a song. I would love that. Yes. Um, let's do it. Let's let's definitely do it. And um, can't wait to hear this and share it with everybody. And let's do the follow up. Because all it is, he just opened up the door for more people to see the glow up. So I'm excited exactly. about that part. <laughs> well, we thank you guys you so much for joining us. And we will talk to you guys next week. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Wine 30 Podcast. Before you go, please take a moment to show us your support by subscribing and leaving an honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, make sure to follow us on social media, on Instagram and Twitter at The Wine 30 Podcast. We appreciate your support. And until next time, spread positive vibes and sip responsibly.